Healing crystals, skincare routines, knitting a sweater, fitting in jeans. With Katie and Sarah, no need to worry, you're on a lady journey. Welcome to Lady Journey, everybody. Hello. Hello and welcome, everyone. We have an incredible guest today. Her name is Ariel Elias. You might know her. We'll just say it. The beer can was thrown a full beer can was thrown at you. The beer yeah. can incident of 2022. <laughs> yeah. You were the victim and the hero. Yes. Can you tell the story for our listeners? A would, truncated version? Yeah, yeah, of course. Because I, I know you've done it ad nauseum. You've, tell, you've told it so many times, but, but you've never told us. <laughs> <laughs> I think I saw you the next day, Katie. But and it's, it's a very lady journey. It is yes. a lady journey. I was doing a show in New Jersey, and I had a heckler. It was, And then we got into a big back and forth. It was She was talking to me about Donald Trump because I didn't vote for him, and she was mad about that. And then <laughs> of course. as they were getting getting kicked out her husband through it was a byob place so they had brought like cases. where trumpers like to go yeah <laughs> i mean look byob is great i love a yes. i love a bring your own wine and then just pay 15 dollars for them to uncork it yes but um they had cases of high noon and on their way out he took one of the high noons and threw it very hard at me and then it, it missed so I picked it up and I drank the rest of it See. and that's and that's scene that's where it is it was and then of course I actually saw it the day that you posted it and I remember looking at it and it only it only had like 300 likes but I could tell that it was going to go viral but <laughs> I actually had to watch it with the sound off because I found it so deeply upsetting like as a comedian um felt felt that i was kind of experiencing what was happening and just sweating watching yeah. it and then also realizing how i would have handled it where i would have done the people pleasing and so i've always admired what would the you way have done do you think trump jokes <laughs> 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 hello yeah. my doll yeah. like i would have like bent so my boyfriend and, donald yeah. trump yeah <laughs> Yeah, you really stuck to your guns. I mean, you're you are kind of um that's what I admire about you. You're a confident person and you're kind of very um confident in being intelligent, which in stand up sometimes is a recipe for disaster. Oh yeah, that show wasn't going well. Yeah. <laughs> and a lot of them don't. Well, I feel like a lot of shows in New Jersey wouldn't go well for me or a lot of I feel like a lot of female comics. I feel like it takes a certain personality. It's like the Italian, yeah. tell it like it is, family stuff, broad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Being broad, broad. Broad, broad, yes. Yeah. Yeah, loud, loud works really well. Yes, and not dry not. and nuanced. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I'm not saying that I'm like, I do, as Katie said, a little poo-poo and pee-pee. A little poo-poo pee-pee. Never hurt anybody. <laughs> Certainly. A little highbrow pee joke, which is my specialty. Um, but no, we're so excited. Excited. I mean, you you're really doing well from that, and we're so excited that you have now come to be here on our podcast. Yeah, thank you, I, thank you for living in Astoria. Yes, oh, my really gosh, neighbors. To me. And I feel like I have been on lady journeys with you. Every time we get on a show together or something, we're just chatting away. You know, chatting away. And one thing you have told me, which has always stuck with me. You know, one time you said you you said, Katie, I have a dessert every night. 
Oh yeah. You you were like, that's I do it every night, and I was like, yes, yes. Why aren't we? Why aren't we? And there's a stigma. There's a stigma against yeah. deserting like every night. It's like bread. Yeah. yeah, and it's never to be clear. It's never like, <laughs> and no shade. Oh, a little shade. It's never like a halo top. It's never. It's like full. I don't get halo sugar top before bed. I think halo oh, top yeah. is psychotic. It it's, hurts my stomach. It does, and it's like. Uh, geared to make it seem like it fills that godlike hole in your soul. Yeah, and it's it like you can eat the whole pint and it's like, feel good about. Just have a normal portion <laughs> and take something. an antidepressant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> you never have to stop eating it. It's just, like well, it doesn't taste good. Right? No. You don't need a whole pint of Halo Top. You just need a scoop of Jenny's and a Wellbutrin. And yeah. Yes, and then you'll feel much better. But Halo never scratches the itch. No. No matter no. how much you eat, it causes an itch. Although yes. if it was here right. Now I would be eating it. <laughs> <laughs> but it was for a moment like people were like, isn't this great? And I was like, it's styrofoam. <laughs> it's yeah. flavored styrofoam. It's not get hitting my soul it's right. Fully but chemicals. You can have all the styrofoam that you want. I yes. know. Yeah. yeah. But yes, I do have I have a dessert. I think I like when you're a kid and you were so excited about dessert, I just I want to keep that. Yes. That. It's such a simple act of self-care that you can do to make your day special and yeah. I think like just the now what what walk us through your dessert like is there a ceremony behind it do you kind of do it like when you get home at night it's when I get home at night usually from mm-hmm. a show mm-hmm. I like to I need to come down yes yes and um, you're not a drinker I'm not a big drinker yes it's not I'm not a nightcap person in the form of alcohol but I am a nightcap person in the form of dessert gotcha uh, so yeah. it's either if I've baked something which happens sometimes then it's that mm-hmm. but usually it's either ice cream or and specifically Jenny's ice cream. That's okay. what we um, love. Jenny's. That's what we we really go for. Uh, or it is like a like a a bougie ginger ale. Ooh, Ooh like a, a yummy. Do like you think a, Reed's is bougie? Or are you talking? I'm talking even higher end. I do Bruce Koss. Quiet usually. luxury. I have not had that before. Yeah. I've had Reed's. I love Reed's as a kick. It is. It's stronger Ooh. than the regular Seagrams or right. Yeah, Canada Dry. Yeah, yeah. I can, I reads in a pinch, but Bruce Cost is definitely my go-to. Ooh. It has little like flakes of ginger at the bottom, okay. and I think it also has a lot more sugar. <laughs> Probably, <laughs> well, yeah. But the ginger's good for you, though. It's good. It's um, I got hooked on it when I had a little norovirus in January. Ooh. The only thing I could keep down was. Was yeah. that ginger ale? Yeah, ginger ale. I think when you're sick, ginger ale is the best thing. I never, I've never liked Gatorade. The fact that it is like a strange color just always really freaked me out. Yeah. It also gets like caught in my throat in like a kind a of like tacky way. Yeah. Like, like how milk can. Yeah. It's Although like, I do like milk. It's like you, like, it just, it makes my throat feel sort of stuck together a little yeah. bit. I think it's the corn syrup. Okay. Yeah. I don't like Gatorade. I do not like Pedialyte, but I could do a ginger ale. Pedialyte's so salty. Oh, I can't. The fact that it comes in that jug, too, I'm just like, it's something I find off-putting about it. Yeah, it makes me think of a colonoscopy. Yeah, 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 yes. It's like you're at the hospital and you're deathly ill and you're like, I have to drink this. You're like, I love that glucose drink that they make you drink for diabetes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I love that. Oh, what's that, Um, like the, like the shake that you drink when you're about to get, like... Oh yeah. Um, No, no. It's like it's like Pepto Bismol when you're about to get like some kind of 
x-ray or something yeah with the dye yeah Yeah. (laughs) you're like that's my that's my drink (laughs) that's my little treat but bruce cost is cane sugar it's not fruit it's not so it's good for you. I mean, cane sugar. Cane <laughs> That's sugar, how I feel. Cane sugar is not earth. great for you, but it's still better than like real sugar is so much better than any other additive. I think I think cane yeah. sugar is actually better for you than whatever's in Halo Top. I'm a yes. huge real sugar proponent. Over, oh yeah, and over it tastes any so sort good. Ooh, yummy. Yeah, any because it you're like anything because I drink Diet Coke and I love it, but yeah, same. the idea of just being like what is it aspartine mm-hmm. and yeah. now they're saying it is a cancer or oh, they're sure considering it is. Like, but this if you cancer drink a shit ton <laughs> this cancer gets me through the day yeah. yeah i do love a diet coke i have to say but and when i have regular coke though i don't like the taste as much it's something about oh, the really? tang of the the diet yeah i think i'm just so used to it now that it's i don't i just don't go back to a regular coke but also it could be programming of fat phobia no. yeah it yeah could be. you never it's know the when last that's gonna one. sneak in well like i just went back to bread but i haven't managed to go back to regular sodas again i so i did this thing recently i was working with as you know i'm doing my environmental works i was working with this cool company called unfucked i i don't know if that's how they're pronouncing it but that is how it's spelled online but so we did like a prank how of, else could it be pronounced i don't know you're, you're like i i didn't realize like you're like this is our business we have the word fuck in it <laughs> but it's called yeah un <laughs> um it's called unfucked but so we did like we all like did tagging cheerios uh about their use of um glyphosate which is like what they spray on the crops it's in like all breads and all oats and it's like it's just in everything and um so i've been trying to stay away from that but eating organic breads yes but like do you put ice cream in your ginger ales no i don't do floats you don't not a float girl a float is it's a, a dying is art too much yeah i like oh, i will say oh my god i love an affogato Woo! What's that? the oh, coffee espresso, espresso over ice cream oh, vanilla sure yeah oh my god yeah yes. a coffee of float course. of course for sure of course Absolutely. yeah you gotta get through the afternoon <laughs> but that's basically just like putting milk and sugar in your coffee you yeah, know that's what ice is. cream is yeah. i think um i think the soda ice cream is too much for me it's it's too I, see i like a good sprite float or a ginger float Ooh, yes. ginger. i haven't had one in years i would try it though you're it's not a root good. beer float uh i don't root beer is weird i the think about flavor of root beer is always very like uh, artificial yeah. yeah if it was like a true root beer then yeah well yeah. i also i used to work in a restaurant and we had barks root beer was like our big sort of like aren't we cute kind yes. of drink that we had mm. but mm. foreigners we realized don't like it because i guess it's the same flavor as like a toothpaste that they have <gasps> that's and i bizarre. wonder if that's because you're south african yes it is because my mom's like it tastes like toilet bowl bowl cleaner yeah there's there's a specific yeah imagine root beer toothpaste. flavored t- toothpaste well it's you know it's weird like my uh nephew doesn't like mint so she neither her, my he, husband he brushes his teeth with um bubblegum toothpaste and i'm like so you just have bad breath all the time like, breath. Yeah. <laughs> 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 like, that's hilarious because that's what they give kids because they can't handle right. that too yeah. intense of a flavor but i'm just like that's vile <laughs> yeah there's I gotta to tell be you another option <laughs> <laughs> over there oh <laughs> write it down it. Yeah. <laughs> so ariel what flavors of jenny's are you working with well we do so okay 
Jenny's we like to order mm-hmm. and because the shipping is expensive, we're like, well, let's just order 12 pints at a time Absolutely. to make it worth it. Of course. So we do quite the smorgasbord of Jenny's flavors. Can I ask why Jenny's? It's so good. They have unique flavors. It's, yeah. Okay. I really like the um, peaches and biscuit one. Okay. Is, like, that's oh, a classic. That sounds good. It's so good. Um, the, I had something that was like a blackberry something. Am I wrong? Thinking no, that? brambleberry. Oh, maybe that was yeah. it. Yeah. Brambleberry is good. Okay. Uh, yeah, it was it was like hearty. And, and I like, will say their cookies and cream is the best cookies and cream I've ever had. Can I do I one month trial of this? I mean, you can just order. It's not a subscription. Oh, it's not. No, I thought you were doing. We a order it every month, but you don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can just oh, get whatever you some. want. I'll go I think in I on will it with try. You. Yeah, I'm I try. They also have it at the Seatown Fresh on Twenty uh, Fourth Ave. Okay. And then they also carry it now at the CVS on 31st. It's and popping up a lot of places. Yeah. I see it a lot of places. I'm a big um, Van Leeuwen head. I love the um, Earl Grey and we live by one. So okay. every now and then I'll get a little one of those. How did you find out about Jenny's? Anthony DeVito. Okay. Sweet boy comedian was walking with my husband and they walked by C-Town and Anthony insisted on going in to get himself some Jenny's. And we made fun of him for spending that much money on ice cream. And then we tried it. And now we spend so much more money on ice cream. <laughs> That's great. It's like a drug problem. It's yeah. Like you just get our introduced. friend got us hooked. Yeah. yeah. The first pint's uh, free. That's amazing because no, you don't not. ever see it advertised. Because I have to tell you, I'm not really from, I've never really heard of anyone talking about Jenny's. Well, we isn't it? Or I've never really it seen it in the grocery store. Brand? I think it's, it's an a- Ohio brand. Oh, really? But they don't have it in New York. Like there are like uh, ice cream shops or parlors or whatever, like of Jenny's in ev- like a bunch of other cities, including LA. But for whatever reason, they're not in New York. Mm. So you, big, it's big a ice cream. Big ice cream. Yeah, maybe it's Briars yeah, or whatever. Oh, I bet. Yeah. New York doesn't. Really, this might be controversial, and I'll probably get some hate. But I don't really find the upstate the northeast region of ice cream to be that great i know it's like i, I mean it's cheaper ben and jerry's ben and jerry's but oh, yeah, I, I forget that that's actually vermont, vermont so that counts i don't love so ben great. and jerry's i don't love it it's too much we've had this conversation before but i don't like I don't things it's, in the ice cream i like flavors i like one thing one but thing I, I don't i can't have the whole kitchen sink in there no. yeah yeah it's Penny. too much it's too Penny much in there you feel like you're pennies. excavating yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> like now um so are you baking in the summer do you bake at summertime? Yeah, I'll bake in the summer. Do I love really? baking in the summer because um, with anything that needs proofing, mm-hmm. it's it does better when it's warmer out and more humid. Ah, yes. Because I don't have a proofing drawer. We're not living that of luxury life. In the country. But you like to do breads, right? I, I love anything with yeast. Yeah. See, I'm very challenged by yeast. I have to really? say, like, I don't have really the patience. Like, I could do like a focaccia or something. Okay. But like yeast, I feel like I want to bake and bake and bake and then be done. And then the waiting, it's just too much for me. And then I'm like, I'm like, now I'm waiting. now I'm over here. It's, I'm a different woman. It's so high <laughs> maintenance where you're like, I just proofed. Or like I made it and then I have to go to bed, but I have to wake up in six hours, which is less than my sleeping time to for bread where you're like, well, this is insanity. I love it so much. It's almost a child. Most breads are also, well, 
<laughs> As the very pregnant Sarah. Yeah. It's like, I have I a bun in the oven, literally. It's <laughs> like, I can't wake up every six hours. I cannot, <laughs> I can't do it. But it is because, like, that's the part I like is yeast needs sugar, right? Yes. Yeah. To feed. And boy, do I relate. Yeah. Yes. I mean, yeah. Yeast is, like, yeast is just out here. Like, I just love dessert. Yeah. <laughs> dessert. Same. But I, I love, I mean, also, I think I have like a very fondness for yeast. I love that they like the way that it works is like, yes, it needs sugar. It's eating. And then the reason it works is because it's releasing little gases after it eats. So it's just burping and farting. Yeah. basically. Those are those bubbles. And that's that's the bubbles. That's what wow. makes things. Right. And I think it's I just think it's so cute that we and it's also like, you know, I have this little jar of these little alive things yeah. in my fridge. It is magical. And they're just chilling and sleeping. And then I'm like, wake up. <laughs> it's time, it's to, time fart. to eat. It's yeah. time to fart. Fart my mouth. And then I'm going to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like God. It is. It's very. It is. I can see why it plays a part in biblical times. Yeah, the beginning totally. and the end. Yes. There's also like m- maybe because I, you know, I am very much like I am woman, but I have never created life. But baking is like the closest I've ever gotten to that feeling mm-hmm. of like taking these ingredients that were not something and then putting them all together. Yeah in my oven this bun in my like a literal bun in my oven and mm-hmm. watching it become something I can eat maybe yeah, it's put, a bad analogy no I, I like mean, it I think okay. it works I, I mean I do always feel like that when I cook actually and you know because I do other cooking projects but I love to like put on a podcast go in my zone yeah. and then you look from beginning to end you're like oh it's only in here like an hour hour and a half whatever but I've completely made like this beautiful thing yeah and it feels so, I think as creative, a creative person, it's really nice to do it in a context where there's no pressure. No pressure. Like the bar is low. Like I just made a salad for 90 minutes. And- <laughs> well, in baking, it's really hard to just bake. And like, cause it's just me and my husband. So you don't really bake for two. That's yeah. a really hard thing to do. Yeah. So I end up giving to my neighbors and it's a nice way to like, it makes me feel like I'm part of a community. Oh, that's nice. That's yeah. true. I, love that. I wish I lived closer to you. <laughs> 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 now okay what are your top three breads or rolls things Ooh, to bake i love i love a cinnamon roll I oh love my a god roll. i love a cinnamon roll I've, stop i've been craving cinnamon raisin bread lately with just butter i love that the cinnamon yeah. raisin bagel i is can't my... find it I, I can find the bagels but i can't find cinnamon raisin toast oh they have a cinnamon raisin challah at my grocery store oh, I have to yeah. that oh my on god set. it's so good I'll, so like a cinnamon i want to make you one yeah make me one <gasps> yeah yes yes um so i really like that i love because that that's it's not an all-day project but it is you do have to let it rest it is like a three-hour rise okay it's a very sugary very eggy dough and i i like that a lot um I love, I do love just a classic, easy, no need sourdough oh, overnight. It, it's yummy. It's super easy and forgiving. It just takes a whole day. Yeah, I did the New York Times yeah, no, I like that and one. I still ran into, it still tasted good, but I knew I didn't make, get it to where it needed to be. I thought the dough, I was like, is this wet? This is really so wet. wet. It's a really wet dough. And then you feel like I did it wrong and then you add a little bit more flour and I think that's where I messed yeah. up. But yeah. that's just part of learning. You learn what the dough should feel like. And to how to work with it because at mm-hmm. first you're like, I don't really like getting all that on my fingers. I love getting it on my Do fingers. Do you? Yes. But it's all like, 
it gets everywhere and then I feel like I've taken most most of it's on my hand rather than on the the actual what's supposed and to be you know made. What? That's okay. That's okay. Okay. That's okay. Take, I love just take sourdough your rings off though. First. Okay. Maybe that's where take your yeah. rings off. All right, you know, I lost my wedding ring in that <laughs> bread. Yeah. I it, love then it's sourdough. A king's cake. You repropose. A king's yeah. cake, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, sourdough is the best. Sourdough is great. Oh, it's so good. That's I good. love I love the bread alone brand. Like there, they have like a French sourdough and they have San Francisco sourdough too, and it's just the perfect tartness. Now, do you have your own um, mother that you keep and you reuse it? No, no, it? no. You get it from I, store. I, I, I mean, I probably, I guess I should, but at this point, it just feels so wasteful. You're throwing away so much. Yeah, and, and stuff. sometimes yeah. I've noticed I might be wrong on this, but like the ones, those recipes where they're like, do it like use this product. I don't taste that big of a difference maybe with like real lemon juice or something or garlic rather than like the already the ones that come in the jar but I have to use jar garlic now that's my way of life well I've just been cutting corners all over the place because (laughs) I'm just yeah I used to be like making my own salad dressings because I know that they taste better than the store but now you can find a few that are fine yeah like just but that's what I find about like yeah mother yeast or whatever yeah, yeah, I'm not. I'm not trying to do all that. I really just use the New yeah. York Times overnight, no need bread where you don't need great. a starter. Great, great. And then um, a third bread. I do. I do like. I just made cardamom bun buns <gasps> for the first time. Yum! My and God. that was. I I know what I need to improve a little bit. But that was really fun. That reminded me of cinnamon rolls, actually. Oh my okay. God, that's not, that's like those are all the rage now. I see those in like every coffee shop. They're like They're good, man. With a uh, the little, they have little th- thistles on the top of them. Yeah, it's got yeah, like it's a like, texture. It's like a bun, like yeah, it's like a little like hair bun. Like so statistic. gorgeous. Did you um, put it in cinnamon and sugar also? Mm-hmm. It's cardamom. There's no cinnamon sugar. It was just I I did brush it with like a simple syrup. Oh, nice. Okay, to give it a little sheen. Now, yeah. do you think you have the balls to go do Great British Bake Off Not or something all. like that? No, <laughs> no. Never. But aren't those people supposed to be amateurish? They're amateur, but they're still really good. And they they do to, it like on a daily basis. They like practice a lot, and then they also, for one, I'm not good at decorating at all. I'm not very artistic in that way. Okay. Um, and then they also have to do it in such a time constraint and that to me takes away like what I love about it which yeah. is just like this is my day yeah, yeah. making rolls letting them rise <laughs> there's I'm such a competitive person also and there's there's just no part of me that wants to turn baking into money making competition I don't want anything to taint it because it's yeah. one of the few things I enjoy yes keep it True. precious now do you ever like in the summer when it's so hot do you ever do like a no bake recipe no. Really? Yeah. Well, okay. All right. That's All right. Squash. Moving on. Because I'm, I'm not <laughs> moving on. Because I'm not really here for the, pro- like, I'm not a product killer. I'm a process killer. Yes. You know? Yes. Mm. I hear that. I hear that. I'm your, I'm your Jeffrey Dahmer. I'm not your. Ted Bundy. Ted Bundy. <laughs> I don't know if that was a good analogy. No, I think Ted Bundy was also a process killer. Yeah, I think he killer, was too. Right? Yeah. Maybe, maybe we're thinking of JJ Somebody Holmes. who enjoys the process of killing, but not necessarily the dead body itself. Oh, I think I'm the process. I've always been the journey, not the destination. The destination's yeah. always a letdown to me. Yeah. This yeah. is called Lady Journey, not Lady Destination. Yes. That yes. is a really good point. And if you're the only person that's brought that up to you're our the smartest attention. person we've ever had on here. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'll do a no bake. I'll do a no bake. Like, well, I have my one recipe that I love, which is it's like coconut flour, peanut butter, maple syrup, and then you put peanut melted chocolate on top, and it's mm. this like, it's like a basis basically like a Reese's, like a healthy mm. Reese's, healthier. And I love those. So I'll do those. Like my apartment just gets so hot in the summer that I have to kind of like shut off all oven use. Yeah. Because it just becomes like unbearable and we only have one window unit in right now because of our construction. Uh-huh. So no, I had that recent this a few weeks ago. I decided I need to clean my oven in the summer. Oh, Sarah. <laughs> no. When it strikes you, it's you must. No, that's At midnight. Only- <laughs> <laughs> it got so hot in our apartment <laughs> and then um so what it did it also kicked on our exhaust fan for some reason which i didn't know those two were connected and so i then stopped it in the middle and then it, it wouldn't shut the exhaust fan on and then i went online and they were like if one thing you should not do is interrupt the oven cleaning <laughs> And I was like, why isn't this ever told to me as common knowledge yeah. if this is like the one thing you shouldn't do? It was fine. But it was really funny. I was like, you never know when you're about to open a portal to hell. Yeah. Like you reach the right permutation or formula just out of your own experimentation. We're like, oh my God, what did I get myself into? So don't ever do that, guys. But you also went yeah. into it of like, I, you know, I've heard... I've heard about hell. I wonder if I could like like to do that in the summer is an insane. I didn't know that. I just because I didn't know that it, the reason why it's cleaning your oven is because it gets really hot. It's in like the hottest. <laughs> <laughs> Did you, what, you, what were you picturing? Like chemicals. <laughs> But wait, was Joe here? Yes. Did I just picture Joe's well, like so hot? He's like, why is it so hot in here? You're like, don't worry about it. He didn't know I did that. So <laughs> I turned the oven cleaning on. I went downstairs. And then about two hours later, I come up. I'm like, oh, my God, it's hot. And he was like on the couch watching sports. And he was like, I couldn't figure out why. <laughs> getting hot. And then, yeah, we had it was a ordeal. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. But it was great. one of those things where like. What my parents never told me about this. Internet has never told me. TikTok has never told me this. It was just something I stumbled upon myself. That's why people should apparently it's a common knowledge. Yeah, that that you don't turn it up. What happens if you turn it off in the middle? It just I didn't know that part. Oh, it just me. Well, my exhaust fan. The reason the exhaust fan kept going is because it had to reach back down to two hundred degrees or something (laughs) in temperature for it to be like. Everything's fine now. We can turn the exhaust fan off. I didn't know that. So we just had like this extreme white noise machine in our apartment. Wow. Yeah. It was chaotic for just a moment. Just the worst spa. (laughs) But yeah, I didn't know oven cleaning was just a a consistent heat for five hours. Yeah, that's like the hottest it can go. (laughs) Well, people, you know, that's why like you always hear about like these apartment fires and it's because like if the winter of people's heat doesn't work, they'll just like turn on their oven, but then it like it just catches, you know, it's what ends up happening. Yeah, I mean, we do for sure when in our last apartment, which didn't have, it wasn't insulated very well and we would just be like, all right, I guess we should like bake something or he'll you know my husband would make something and then we'd leave the oven open and just let all the yeah. hot air come out yeah that's when I like to do baking like in winter time because for me it's like very huga you know or like roasting veggies Cozy. that type of stuff mm-hmm. so it's like yeah. definitely Thank more of like a winter downtime 
Well, a lot of people yeah. don't know what hookie is, but we've oh, talked about hookie. it. You taught it to yes. me. Yes. Oh, did I? Yeah, yes. The, the Danish art of warmth and coziness, <laughs> and it's very lady journey. Blankies, <laughs> board games, which I've never played, but I like to have them there as a decoration. Yeah. It's <laughs> hopeful. Right. Now, did you take you ta- you t- used to teach classes for cooking or baking? I, yeah, I used to work at this like. It was awful, but it was um it it was this place that did cooking classes for like after school classes for kids oh, or nice. like camps, and then at yeah. night it would turn into like cooking classes for adults. But I only ever worked with the kids. I okay, like I would I would work the adult classes, but I was always just like doing dishes. Adults get weird. It was just kids like, are easier to just hang like, out yeah, with. Adults are like oversharing about their marriage falling apart, and that's why they're in the cooking class. You're <laughs> just like trauma dumping okay, on you. Yeah, <laughs> I did really love. We were, I worked a bachelorette party one time. Oh, that's and fun. It was so Nerds. fun because in the I remember going out. In the, <laughs> I remember going out in the hallway and seeing two girls just I mean it was just like different corners of the room talking shit about each other oh, of course really yes, delicious surviving they were like I mean she's just like not even making an effort <laughs> in the baking in the cooking yeah yeah that's so funny that even in the baking world it can get high str- there is crying in the bachelorette oh, yeah. baking world in the bachelorette well, community <laughs> and to tie it all back that it was BYOB so some people would just get tanked. Oh my god, that's okay. hilarious! I can't imagine trying to cook. I, mean, I like to have a glass of wine while I'm making like dinner or something. But like, I well, like especially like a team effort with a bachelorette party because it's a bunch of girls that a lot of the times collectively only know each other because of one person. So yeah. that's the only common ground you're dealing with. Yes. And then when you're trying to do team building exercise. What a fucking nightmare. Yeah. There's always an element of bachelorette parties, too. And I say this having participated in several, but there's an element of like there are certain people in the party, not even necessarily the bride, but like other people who kind of want to make it about them, you know, like in the group dynamic. And it's like, that's not going to be good for cooking. Yeah. Go out to Peppers. That <laughs> yeah. was the local bar in my college. Be like, I'm the one who knows the bride the best. Yes. Oh, yes. Like, yes. It's very competitive yes. about how they. Did you have a bachelorette party, Sarah? I try to organize. Well, I did a light one. It was Ashley Brooke Roberts was to meet me in Red Hook and then my sister, but then it was a big to do after a soccer game. And then I finished the soccer game. And then Christian Polanka, I was like, I'm gonna, about to get lunch with. Uh, Ashley and I didn't tell him that was our bachelorette lunch and he was like oh I'm hungry I'll join I was like I like Christian (laughs) so he got there and then Ashley brought out the penis straws and like hey Christian (laughs) did you know that you're part of my bachelorette (laughs) (laughs) what a great prank (laughs) gotcha (laughs) but I no, I was not into a bachelorette party because I don't like mixing friend groups and a lot of I've like my female comic friends and then I have my friends from back home and I I just don't want to ask people to fly to New York for about like spend money yeah I was like come for the wedding if you can make it but I, I don't need you to come and do several events and you like yes. to compartmentalize the people in your life I do it's, I like to give undivided attention a little bit or there, there's people that I I can bring to a party and let them go off and they're not going to wreak havoc and then there's some that I'm like 
have to be careful. Yeah. It's hard when you do any party context when there's different groups because then you end up feeling like you're hosting, yes. taking care of everyone and like people pleasing all of them and then you don't even have that good of a time. Not at all. Because you're worried about like your friend in the corner who's like looking sad now. You're like, now I got to <laughs> check on this bitch. Which I have, I was absolutely that person at that party. Yeah, I, really? Yeah. I went to a bachelorette party and uh, there was one night we were all out and one of it wasn't the bride but it was somebody else at the party came over to me and was like are you having fun <laughs> and I was like no yeah no. <laughs> but I was like all right let me get it together like yeah yeah reading yeah it's not great but I, I don't say want like do that. that's why I do like like a cooking as a bachelorette activity it's like too many bachelorette parties they end up going into now it's an epic girls vacation that we're yes. on together that's like four days of celebrating one person it's like just have a night just have your one night have your a tea party set in mind to we're sometimes making a helps. dinner yeah, yeah. But it is, I don't know. Did you have a bachelorette party? No, I didn't. Well, because I also got married during COVID. Yes. So the extent of my bachelorette party was Molly Rubin Long one day was like, do you want to go to Philly for a weekend? Oh, that's fun. And so we just did that. I love that. And while we were there, we were like, I guess this is my bachelorette party. Yeah, because yeah. I was getting married the next week. Now yeah, but you, that was it. Yeah. Be, so I forgot that you got married during COVID. Yeah. But you had like a backyard wedding, which I think is like such a fun minimalist Where way to get married. My brothers and sister in laws in DC. DC. DC is a great city. Yeah. I really like DC. I love it. I was just there. architecturally. I love that there's not really any high rises. Yeah, it's really pretty. Yeah, yeah they have zero. so many beautiful neighborhoods that have like so many trees. Yeah. I was in Jefferson Adams when I was there, and I was like, God, I kept going to this one Greek restaurant that was just beautiful and just I love it. It's yeah. so nice in the summer. It's also cool that it's a city full of people with diplomatic immunity, where you're like, oh, you could just commit a crime. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's cool. Yeah, those are the people you want to have at your comedy show yeah <laughs> you're stupid i mean it is wild at being a city that it's all like it's based on it feels like politicians and service industry yeah yes. yeah yeah it is that i remember one time doing a show there and afterwards hanging out at the bar and there was one woman who was i mean so hammered yeah so so drunk. martini hammered I I don't know what she was drinking. I feel like that's their drink <laughs> of choice. I don't think I love a martini. Love one. I had, love one. I, Just yes. one. Yeah. Well, it is like five drinks in one. Well, well, I also like I like any drink that has food that comes with it. I know. Oh, I olive. love it. Like the brine. The I'm like, yes. Ooh. Um, but she she was so drunk, and I was talking to her a little bit, and she was like, "I'm I don't usually get this drunk, but I just finished a job." And it was a job where I couldn't get drunk because I knew secrets and I was afraid I was going to get too drunk and divulge secrets. I'm, I do it sober. <laughs> like, I don't think I I'd be able to stop myself. Yeah, <laughs> I've got information that will levitate me in this front group. You are not going to believe this. <laughs> Anytime somebody's like, can I tell you something and you won't tell anybody? And I'm like, yeah, but I am going to tell my husband. Yeah. When people are like, don't tell your husband, I'm like... Okay. Don't tell me. I'm yeah. gonna tell him. Oh, I still am. Sure. That's your release valve. You have to tell him so you won't tell everybody. It's either I'm gonna tell my partner or I'm gonna tell every single person I see in the next yeah. day. I think I've kept one or two secrets away from my husband, but I love that I'm sharing that now on the podcast. So people are like, "What is that? Yeah. yeah. Does he and not know you're pregnant? <laughs> no, he doesn't. He doesn't you're bloated. You're bloated again. 
He's just like, oh, I love her for who she is. That's kind of a <laughs> podcast, baby. Um, but now, so when you decided to have a backyard wedding, was it more like you were like, it's COVID, we're just going to do it now? Did you ever think about having a big wedding? Like, I feel like so many people I know now, they're really doing a lot with weddings. And I love a more minimalist approach. Mm-hmm. I've never been a wedding person. I've, I was never. The culture's. Unless you're like billions of money and it doesn't, a hundred thousand does not make a dent in your bank account. Fine. Fuck it. Have the time of your life. Even 20,000. Yeah. But it's just like, what a bad investment. Yeah. With the, the rate of divorce, you're just like 20,000 with a 50% return rate. I don't and think that's that great. Maybe it made sense when you could buy a house for $30,000, but that's not the case anymore. Yeah, yeah. So, I, yeah, but I was never somebody who, like, planned, like, I never dreamed about a wedding. So, and and neither of us are planners either. Like, we're just not good at that, and it's not a priority to us. But we had been engaged. Going into COVID, we had already been engaged for maybe a year and a half. And we had talked about maybe just, like, whatever we'll look at a place and maybe my mom will just take over I think that's kind of what we were hoping and they for. never did and then well <laughs> and then we realized maybe that's actually not a great solution uh, but then when COVID hit I, I I had also I was of the mindset of like I don't really care that much about legally being married I really just the way I put it was like I was always just happy with one ring mm. I didn't need a second one I was just happy to have like you know, yeah, to be with a person, you rang the bell. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I was happy that he was like, I'm not planning on breaking up with you. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's all you You're want. Like, Done. That's, that's all Done. I wanted. And then when COVID hit, and like, you know, we're in Queens, it hit really hard here and really early. I, <laughs> we had this moment of like, well, if one of us gets sick and one of us has to pull the plug on the other, I want to be the one to do that. <laughs> wow. Wow. Let me, that is let great, me in there. Yeah, I want to kill you. That's a great you. proposal. Yeah, <laughs> it was just like, well, I should be the one to kill you, and you should be the one to kill me. It shouldn't be our moms who would be oh, the ones who yeah. are legally. I like <sighs> that you guys are like, we're definitely pulling the plug. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. There's no Terry Shrivo scenario here. Not at all. We've had the conversation of like, even if I'm. Oh, Teresa. Lisa, Terry Shrivo. Oh, so it was yeah. Terry, yeah. yeah. Or we're just like, even if I still know what's going on, you can still just pull it. Yeah. If, you're, <laughs> if it's not looking good, yeah. Yeah, pull the plug. When, when you guys exhausting. was, did you do any planning at all for the backyard or you guys were just like, just go head to the backyard? My sister-in-law did everything. She is wonderful and is, uh, she's, you know, she's like of the world where they plan things. Okay. Mm-hmm. So when we got married it was basically my parents we knew they would be vaccinated mm-hmm. soon and so they were going to go see my brother and 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 cuz we hadn't seen each other and then we were like oh why don't we also come down to yeah it's not far it's not from far here. Mm-hmm. and what if we got married in the backyard while we were there and it'll just be us cuz we'll already be there and then his sister lives close by and then we just drove down with his mom and so my sister-in-law was like it will she was so excited about it and she was like i'll take care of everything so yeah. we, she she said it she got a bunch of pictures of us and like framed them and put them around okay and she um rented like a chuppah oh i love that uh, it's a it's like a like an arch kind of thing okay, that you get gotcha. married under that yeah. Jews do it but okay. other people do it too but it's like our thing yeah but, it but sounded guys, like a Jewish term yeah because of the chla. yeah, yeah. <laughs> god bless you <laughs> uh so and then she just had it catered 
and had like you know there were just like a, you know we just had dinner what's I the kind that. of catering did you do it was greek food oh perfect food. so astoria yeah was i know a, that's a throwback to the neighborhood the, right that was the homage that we wanted to pay see and I, my dad married us oh, oh that's sweet i i love i love the appeal i just went to a destination wedding you know and it was gorgeous and it was beautiful and i loved it and i also i do also love a tiny wedding too because i feel like you can go you know if you only have like eight people there it's like then of course you can it really kind of opens up in a way to do like whatever you want yeah. you know where it's like okay it's just us we're getting the food that we want for us we're doing you know i had a friend also she did a really cute backyard wedding she's a set designer she does she like designs um barbie installations for like conventions and stuff oh she must be so busy now yeah she is she's fabulous and she's amazing but so she got married during covid they had six people and she did her entire backyard she created a beautiful um like scenic backdrop and then she had everyone seated and then four friends, two for each side, one one person married them and then one photographer. And then she had set out this gorgeous table. It was like Martha Stewart. And then everyone came over and had dinner. So but we all watched on Zoom. Yeah. Which is great. Yeah. Because I was like in public in the hotel, just like crying at the hotel <laughs> bar, like watching my friend. Um, but I loved it. I love I, I you know, I love different types of weddings. And I love that you did that. Well, like nice. an interesting option to have, you know. Here's what ends up happening. We did, I think, close to maybe 100 guests, but it was like 50 plus one. They're plus ones or whatever. It's weird because you're like, a lot of those people, you, after the wedding, because of life, you never see them again. Yeah. It's almost, so it, I, that's why I always wanted smaller because I, I just do a smaller, I cast a small net. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but it balloons so like when we were originally planning a wedding, we forgot we started, people too. I know I wasn't there. We had, <laughs> <laughs> but we started making like an Excel sh- spreadsheet of who we wanted to invite. And originally, you think like you know, we, what do we have like twenty five friends? And then yeah, others, right, right. But then it just it becomes a whole thing. And then everybody like our moms had their own guest list that they wanted. And then, of course, and then it's just like you know what? No. Thank God for the pandemic. Yeah. 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 I think that's partly why people do destination weddings now, too, because it's like, if you want to come to my wedding, fine. You get your passport renewed. Yeah. Where was the destination wedding? Costa Rica. I just spent the whole last episode talking about it. So I'll tell you after. But it was so fabulous and fun. And I can't stop thinking about it because I just got back yesterday. Yeah. Um, But uh, so how many years have you been married now? Two. Oh, I know. Okay, it's, it's like I can't believe the pandemic. It's like it just happened. Yeah. Well, then it's like, isn't it weird when you get married? You feel like it, things are different, and then it feels like it for maybe one day, and then you just go back to you're like, you're really my boyfriend. I know. <laughs> yeah. We still will look at each other and be like, we're married. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Do you guys ever talk? We Joe and I always talk about like, I wonder who's gonna die first. <laughs> oh, I know it's gonna be him. Do you think? Well, usually it's men, but Joe and I have that. I'm four years older, and usually mm. men die four years earlier than the woman. Yeah, but my husband's eight years older than I am, and he's left-handed. They statistically die younger, too. Why? Because. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I didn't know that. Stats, <laughs> we were like, who knew? Because most things it's not it's not like they're like more likely to get cancer because they're left-handed it's because it's an average thing so they're more likely Mm. to be the victims of freak accidents because if you think things aren't made for them things are not made for them so like farm equipment or like a chainsaw or anything that can 
potentially wow. be there. It's not designed for their bodies. That's so messed up. So they're up. more likely to. You're like, Shaki, get away that. from that chainsaw. <laughs> <laughs> wow. He is very handy and it worries me. Aww. Yeah. Now, um, this is like a time of year that I always feel kind of depressed by because it's like back to school, you know, like, yes. it, like we're still in summer, but it's like kind of ending. It's but nice. I do like back to school shopping. I do like that. And I'm still in that mindset of like, I'm going to get a bunch of tartan skirts. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get a pencil box. Notebooks. <laughs> I'm going to get a pencil <laughs> box. Yeah. There's something I, it's bittersweet for me because it's like I want to go back to I want to go back away from my summer vacation lifestyle and, st- you know, back to the grindstone and doing the fall things but then also I just love summer so much and so it kind of depresses me it feels like an eternal Sunday just for like weeks and weeks yeah that's a really good way of putting it yeah I think if what followed fall was not winter I would love fall so much more yeah winter is tough for me it's really tough it's a long winter it's a long winter yeah, it's brutal. It gets dark, so and then early. spring sucks here too. Spring sucks. <laughs> spring is a bummer. Spring, spring is, is a bummer. cold and it's wet. It's yeah. so cold. It's I, it really threw me for a loop when I first moved here because I was not. I didn't realize that March was also miserable. And yeah, then April can be really awful too. It's like clear through June. <laughs> like June is like, and June is mild, yeah. very mild. Well, and then this year we just yeah. got smoke in June, so you're yeah, like, well. Yeah. We've had so such little time. We got robbed. We got robbed. robbed. I know. Well, it's, I mean, it's hot now and I'm sure it'll be hot through September. You know, I love September as a really lovely month in New York. Mm. And I I only have started appreciating it now when I'm able to stay present through my fear of summer Mm. ending. But um, I wanted to ask you, like, what are your, do you have any, like, back to school, like, premises practices that you do to like fall forward you know like you know like for example buying the buying of the notebooks that's like that I you know I I don't but I would like to I think that's an interesting idea I think once I stopped going to school I really stopped marking the occasion Mm, but I would I think I would like to I think I would like to like I don't know. I I have this fantasy constantly of like getting into gardening Mm. because that's what my mom is into. And I think like switching over to the fall vegetables would be like and like knowing when to plant things. Ooh, the harvest. I know. I think I just want to go back to living by the moon. Yes. Yeah. And let that be my indicator of time. It's why I love being Jewish because we still live on a lunar calendar. You know, it's very cool. That's the way of living. The way I want to live is live to live do you know what I mean like uh, the my daily activities during the day is because I have it's collecting food and gathering Mm. and making stuff to put food into it rather than like sending out emails yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's so disconnected yeah hanging out with community or like your tribe or whatever Mm -hmm. like that's the way of life that I would prefer to have but like we can't do it I also truly love manual labor and so like weeding or yeah. or like sweeping the yard or raking or anything like yeah. that like intentional I really love it. yeah I like that too like I almost like prefer like walking to like you know going to the gym and like you know burning it out because it just kind of feels pointless right you know just like doing something where you're like yeah oh like I went on a hike like that you know I had to like hike over to the town to and buy you have something, something to show you know? for it yeah yeah now have you ever thought of since this is the way that you like to live 
what's the term? Kibbutz? Oh, I would love a kibbutz. I would too, but do they let Gentiles on there? I don't know. What is that? I think it's a commune in Israel. But also I've heard like the kibbutz way of life is kind of dying out. Like what it used to be and and sort of what it was designed to be is not. Yeah, because when you first, the first part of a cult, every time we watch the docs, we're like, (laughs) Sign me up. Yes. That sounds would, amazing. And then like, some guy named Keith ruins it because you have to yeah. blow him. And play volleyball. <laughs> yeah. Like, I was on board with light yoga, self-care, and Gardening. vegan treats. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, now we're playing vicious volleyball. <laughs> At 2 a.m. And yeah. listening to one man talk about, or person, about life. But usually yeah. it's a dude. Although I'm always impressed when a female infiltrates the cult world. I yes. dated a guy briefly who ended up joining a female-led cult. And on one hand, I was like, that's awful that I dated this guy who's now in a cult. But on the other hand, I was like, but he does believe in women in charge. A yes, matriarchal society. Wow, what cult was that? Tail Swan? I don't know what it... It might be, actually. It's something It's in one California. of the newer ones. Yeah, it's... Like Teal was in, like, Nevada or something. Th- yeah. Oh, okay. Maybe it's a different one then. He... Yeah. We dated in New Orleans for a little bit and then he um, we broke up and then but we were friends and then he went on some like retreat and I picked him up from the from the airport with with the new guy who I was dating. I used to be very messy. <laughs> um, but we we picked him up and he had these like rocks with things. You know, he he just came back. He he seemed very like flowy. And, yeah, and new yeah, knowledge. Yeah, new knowledge. Just very whatever. And he came back. He gave us these rocks with words on them. And uh, and he he just kept talking about this place. And then he kept saying, I know it sounds like a cult but it's not a cult and then he would tell us more things and then he got out of, we dropped him off and then me and the guy who I was dating at the time we both looked at each other and we're like that's a cult right it's a cult I think it's a cult and then he kept going back and then you know then he started working for them and then he moved out there and I haven't heard from him wow god bless god bless well you know as long as they're not doing weird sex stuff and hurting each other yeah it's the it's the last part it's the hurting do weird sex stuff stuff, as long as you're consenting you know and then you can just live in a communal lifestyle I feel like California is where all the cults are they're just they just I I think I actually heard a statistic or something it was like 75% of cults get started in California and it's something it's, about like the new oh I was thinking maybe because just high property or expensive people are like I gotta find better roommates <laughs> <laughs> it's cheap yeah. here well it is a huge state that's true it's there's yes. so many it's people who live there and it's yeah. a good agricultural state yeah there's a lot of land yeah yeah have you ever driven up I, know, I would love to do that I've never done that at least maybe take a train or something you know? yeah I've done from Utah and then we went to is it Barstow? One of those agricultural towns. Okay. And I thought it was really cool. Oh, that does but sound cool. But it's like weird when you get into a town, you're like, this is like, it's Texas, but in California. Yeah. It was an mm. oil town. Yeah, yeah, it's very weird. It is because your whole time you think of uh, California as LA and San Francisco. Right. Maybe San Diego. And then you're like, no, outside of it, like, like Bakersfield and Barstow, that's very Republican. Orange County, Republican. Interesting. That's how, how I feel like in New York or New Jersey or Connecticut. Right, right. I did a... I did a, a show in Connecticut and I was like, this is rural as hell. Yeah, yeah. It's like once you get kind of out of the city, it's funny because I'm from Indiana, you know, and so I w- always like people are always like looking down on Indiana from East Coast. They're like, oh, Indiana. It's like, but that's is the same as here. Right. It's the same as here. Like when you get anywhere out of the city, it's it looks the exact same. Yeah. Well, I remember that doc that took place. It was in California about the weed 
community. Oh, the Emerald Triangle. Yeah, and I was like, oh, I didn't know they had redneck. You're like, these are rednecks, but yeah. they're just mining pot. Yeah, they but just they're don't rednecks. Have southern accents. Yeah, yeah. They're like, it's always weird like when you're surf like surf rednecks. Like, yeah, hey, man. <laughs> but it's weird when you it dawns on you're like, I know these people. Yeah, I know exactly who these people are, and you're like, it, they just sound different. But you're like, they still have the same values everywhere else. Yes, yes, it is interesting. Like when you see it in like other cultures too. You yeah. know, or like um, as you like, said in England, like, where you're like, I didn't know there was white trash over yeah, here. Like Euro like, trash, yeah, like Euro trash. Like, or my friend, um, well, Kelly, my old roommate, she was uh Australian, but she was uh, as it's called over there I think she called herself this I was called a bogans which is like they're what they call white trash people in Australia you're yeah. like we are all over the world isn't that special <laughs> <laughs> we are there's they're everywhere. everywhere yeah now Ariel as we're winding down here I just want to ask you what's your journey What's going on with you? What's your journey that you're on? I think it's the bangs. <gasps> the bangs. I really like the them. I, I like, like the bangs. I like what's happening with them. They're they're kind of like are you kind of wearing them to the front or are you doing more curtain? I'm usually wearing to the front, but today it it wasn't working and so we did to the side. To, okay. Little... Yeah, I I like them. I like both ways. And I like to the side too. Thank you. When it's... did you get those cut? Two weeks ago, three weeks ago. Do you okay. maintain them yourself now, or do you have to schedule? Well, they're too new to know. Yeah. Okay, so I can see you have to train them still a bit. That's why I think. Oh yeah, well, training is, bangs is hard. This is also I. I woke up and I didn't brush my hair until maybe on the subway on the way here. Gotcha. Hear so they hear haven't. You. We haven't been doing anything today. <laughs> um, <laughs> Me and my bangs. Well, we, bangs we in the summer train. is hard. Yes. Yeah. The humidity makes it even trickier. That I think. was a mistake. <laughs> Yeah. The t- like I'm, I don't regret the bangs, but I do regret doing them in July. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear that. No, but what? I, I had there was, I, I was doing, I was doing a taping for something, and um, <laughs> there was there was hair on set, and they he was straightening my hair, and I asked him what he thought of the bangs because they were new, and he was like he was like they're so feminine, and yes. it didn't occur to me that bangs are a feminine it's, hairstyle, but yeah. it, they are, and it makes me feel very like. I, you know, I've like yes. shied away from my femininity a lot. And I, you know, I was like a tomboy growing up. But there mm-hmm. is something very like empowering about having the Absolutely. bangs as a, as a, you know, an, a, a statement of my femininity. Yes. Yeah. And yes. I do. I do feel there's bang shame out there in the world where it's uh, there's always the as joke you're of crazy. Like, yeah, well. I, I went through something and I got bangs, you know. <laughs> Right. And, and They're of course, not wrong. <laughs> but but you know it is always like that kind of trope is like you, something bad happened and you reacted you know by getting trauma bangs. But I right. actually I actually well I mean I have bangs as well. I've always found bangs to be like a very flattering style. It depends on the shape of your face. It depends on how much maintenance you want to put into. Some girls can do the short, which I'm jealous I of. I can't because yeah. it looks um in Tropic of Thunder. Tropic <laughs> Thunder. I went yeah. full. R word. Yeah. yeah. I just look, if I do that, I look like I don't have to tell anybody I'm from Kentucky. Like, <laughs> right, they just right. know. The baby bangs, yeah. The baby bangs work, I think, like if you are in an art gallery, you know? And yes. Yeah, it's that. It's also, I think you and I talked about this once with haircuts of like, 
It's always disappointing after you get your hair cut because you showed them a picture and there's a, a the dumb part of your brain that's like always. Oh, but I thought I was going to look like the model. Yeah, yeah, you're like my I hair is going to look 18. Where you're like my hair does look like her yeah. hair. Yeah. I just thought that I was also going to get like the genetic perfection. <laughs> and yeah. you don't. So every time. Yeah. It's, and it's, it's also very brutal, too, because it's like you'll take in a photo or even you'll Google like, oh, t- 10 different hairstyles. And you're looking and it's all people on the runway with their hair professionally yes. styled. And it's like, if you are you going to blow out your hair and then flat iron it every single day? Because that's a lot of time mm-hmm. and that's not practical. I so. just wish they would do like on those lists of like hairstyles for you. It's like, well, can I can I put little filters of like. On somebody who's like slightly chubby. And yeah, like, like I have 30 minutes to get ready in the morning yeah, and that's it. I need all of yeah. those caveats. There's a lot because I follow these fashion blogs and sometimes I'm like, I have that sweater. But why does it look really great on her? And I'm like, I know there's a lot of body inclusivity and in modeling, but they still just get like one plus size and then they get and then the rest are just still eating disorder and I'm looking at the eating disorder where you're like I actually need more mid-size models yeah, yeah. to get an idea yeah yeah well even Maddie Weiner has a, a joke I heard her tell which I thought was great it was like she's like yes I'm I'm like looking at plus size models it's nice but like this is I, I want to see like fair fat yeah I want to see one that's like trailer fat and not <laughs> just like bodies. the hottest like plus size woman the ho- a hot woman who happens to be plus size and like, it's always it's like not- TNA with still a nice formed waist where yeah. you're like not everybody gets hit with that yeah like nice some people have a, like bad weight distribution <laughs> it's like right, give me a sweater for this person yeah she's like i think her joke is like i want to see somebody who's all their weight went to their neck oh yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> make yeah. that work yeah. for me shout out on lady journey i also think bangs get a bad rap but like i think every haircut is a trauma response absolutely it's not yeah. just bangs and yeah. also when you get a haircut like i've been on like a hair journey for like years now which uh, of just like what's the short haircut and every time it's like okay once every eight months i'm gonna try for the haircut that i was hoping for yeah and then it's see a trial where and it error. grows out too yeah is. and then, then when you finally reach the haircut that looks the best for you that means you have three months to live <laughs> It means you have arrived. <laughs> You've reached the final destination. <laughs> Ariel, thank you so much for joining us today. Where can thank everybody find you? Me. You can find me at Ariel underscore comedy, A-R-I-E-L underscore comedy on everything. Thanks. Everything. Everything. Everyone, thank you for listening. Please like and subscribe. Yeah. Lady, Lady Journey. Journey.